uh, starting the new year in Springfield and Sangamon County with uh, reopening some restaurants. 25% capacity is what they're going to be allowed to have. Uh, but bars in Springfield in particular having a different layer uh, on top of that. And I'm curious as to what some of you think about that. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, but first, let's talk with Alderman Chuck Redpath about what this means for businesses. And uh, is 25% capacity uh, going to be enough? Alderman, thanks for taking time with us this morning, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Greg. So 25% capacity, uh, can you operate your household uh, at only 25%? It'd be a struggle, and I think it's going to be a struggle for the restaurants too. But, uh, you know, at this point in the game, they're they're willing to take whatever they can get to try to get their doors back open. In addition to uh, having the 25% capacity, they're still going to be able to use the outside venues if they have them, which will uh, obviously help them. But, uh, you know, it's getting colder and colder every day. So those outside tent situations are not going to be the ideal situation for them. So uh, it's a start. And I know the mayor uh, is committed to try to move that up if the numbers stay down uh, as fast as he possibly can. I know he does not want to go into a yo-yo situation is what he proclaimed it as uh, opening, shutting down, opening, shutting down, because that just destroys everybody. So the governor's already come out and uh, criticized this effort. And when I talked with uh, the Sangamon County board chairman, Andy Van Meter, a couple of weeks ago, uh, he seemed to defer to the governor. Uh, What happened here? Why the, why the change all of a sudden? You know, I don't think the governor's got uh, his brain on sometimes, uh, he really has disappointed a lot of people, and you know he doesn't really care about uh, the economics of a small city like Springfield or or Jacksonville or Taylorville or whomever. And uh, you know nobody wants anybody to get sick. And I can tell you that these people have went overboard to try to make their places as safe as they possibly can. And uh, following the mitigation situations with masking and social distancing really does make a difference and if if we could hold these people to that and instead of shutting down a whole industry every time something goes wrong yeah shutting down the the bad actors i think it puts us in a better situation to uh reward the people who are following the rules and that's exactly what we really need to do here instead of uh opening up shutting down open up shutting down so i'm not really happy with the governor i know a lot of people are not and uh you know, he. This is a guy who probably hasn't worked a day in his life, uh, so it really upsets me that he's putting these these strong stipulations on small businesses right now. We also have the uh, issue of some counties doing their own thing. Uh, I looked at uh, the resolution from Christian County, neighboring Sangamon County, uh, that essentially said, you know, hey, churches are going to stay open, and it's upon businesses to operate safely, uh, in, in a way kind of uh, uh, negating what the governor has put out there. How do, how do you look at businesses in Springfield and Sangamon County uh, that, uh, that haven't been able to be open, only being allowed 25% now, where, you know, you just go to a different county around the area and i talked with a state senator who has a pretty diverse uh set of counties uh and he said some are just wide open uh in illinois uh, how, how do you how do you tell springfield and sangamon county businesses uh to to comply with these things when other businesses just just aren't following the governor's mitigations well you can't and you know that's what the anger is that's why everybody's angry because i got uh i know a lot of people from springfield 
They're going to Edinburgh. They're going to uh, uh, Athens. They're going to Chatham. They're going all around Springfield, and uh, and they can sit down and and actually have drinks or or actually sit down and have a meal. And that's you know it's just not fair. Uh, it, we got to hold people accountable for what we can hold them accountable for. And if they violate the rules, shut them down. If they are following the rules and they're staying safe and they're wearing their masks. Leave them alone. Let them let them operate. And if the numbers go up and down, we got to adjust a little bit. But we can't shut them down again. We got to leave them open. And I think you're going to find the mayor uh, wants to follow that that idea also. And if uh, the numbers go down more or stay the same, he's going to raise it to fifty percent. Um, you know, I asked the mayor. Look, I said if if there's a chance to open up these bars. Why can't we hold them at the same standards we're holding the restaurants in? Why can't we say, look, when you go into a bar, you can't congregate around the, the bar area. What you have to do is sit at a table. If you get up to go to the bathroom, you got to wear your mask, and you got to wear your mask back and forth, in and out, and that type of thing. That's just, that's what we're asking the bars, the restaurants to do. Why can't we do that with the bars? The bars are struggling too. We're talking and with. I know the, the mayor. Go, go ahead. And I know the mayor wants to get the bars open as fast as he possibly can. And he and I talked yesterday on the phone for quite a long time. And uh, I think he's going to go with his plan right now or just to restaurants. But I think he's going to open the bars as soon as he possibly can. But I said, listen, mayor, how are they going to make it? If they can't make it, we have to offer them some type of stimulus package. And what that is, is there's 40 bars in Springfield that don't have food licenses that uh, can't open up. So, I think you're going to see the mayor come out with a plan today that's going to say we're opening up, and for the bars that we can't open up, well, we may offer them some type of stimulus package. And what I mean by that is give them $1,000, $1,500, $2,000 or something to get them through this thing. Uh, that's how we got to handle this. We're talking with Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 644. And on that issue of bars, uh, the mayor apparently, we're going to be talking with him uh, in about uh, 30 minutes or so, but uh, he, he says that uh, bars without commercial kitchens aren't going to be allowed to open. Um, but, uh, Alderman, uh, we have this rule that the governor, um, the emergency rule that he put in uh, back in August, uh, it expires today from my understanding. The rule about, you know, requiring businesses to mandate masks and the 25% capacity stuff. If that rule is, from my understanding, if that rule is no longer in effect and the governor hasn't filed a new emergency rule, why should uh, why should businesses comply with even the 25% capacity? Because... Yeah, we're, we're seeing them already. We're, not, we're seeing them already say that you know some businesses just can't even uh, sustain at twenty five percent capacity. Well, because we have to, we have to continue wearing the mask right now, Greg. It's still not safe enough to uh, open things completely up. We still need to ask people to wear masks and social distance until we can get that vaccine uh, in place. And and my goodness, it's it's crazy that that vaccine is. Uh, they should have had that thing distributed to a quarter of the country by now, but for some reason it wasn't. And uh, I still think we have to stay safe for a while, but uh, we can't allow these businesses to fold either. So I, I, I'm glad the mayor decided to go with the 25%. I mean, he'd like for him to wait till the 12th, but he's going to support the county's effort by by starting now. So I, I, I just think that it's not time to take the masks off yet. But uh, even I think the governor's probably going to come back with something else, in my opinion. Uh, but 
I can't tell you that because who knows what that guy's doing. We're talking with Alderman Chuck Redpath here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And while I've got you, I missed last week's meeting. Uh, what do we expect for this week's meeting? Well, uh, we have we have some uh, a, a lot of things going on. With uh, We're trying to boost up a little economic development. I know there's some uh, talk about the, the sports complex coming back uh, with uh, – you know, working out a, a, a deal to bring the sports complex out behind Shields back. Uh, so we're probably going to talk about that. Um, you know, it's, it's busy business. We're getting ready to go into the, the budget, which is going to be uh, interesting. Although we've been very fortunate that we haven't been spending money because of the epidemic. I mean, the pandemic. So uh, we've uh, put a little bit of money away. And that's what's getting us through this right now. Well, and on that budget, uh, you know, some of the issues are the uh, the legacy debts, uh, including the, the the pensions. How do your your former law enforcement officer? How do we um, uh, engage with employees and their unions to address these costs, especially for uh, first responders, firefighters, and pension uh, and police pensions? Well, first we got to do is stop even people spikes walking out the door. I mean, the spike that we gave the chief of police, listen, Ken Winslow's a great guy. I think he's done a good job. But offering him a 5% raise is, is just one big poke in the, in the eye for all of us. I know the mayor gave uh, the fire department command staff raises about a uh, – not this last command staff, but the one before that – raises to try to keep them here. And as soon as he gave them the raises, they all turned around and walked out the door. you got to stop doing that stuff. You got, you know, we build chains of commands under police and fire. And when you build a chain of command, you train your successor. Uh, Kenny Winslow is a good guy, but Kenny Scarlett, who's assistant chief and three good deputy chiefs, could have stepped into that position very easily and, and ran the department just as smoothly. So first off, we got to stop doing that stuff. Second of all, we, we do have to make some additional payments to the pension system. And we do got to talk to the legislature about dropping our obligation of 90% funding and drop it back down to 75%, which will give us a little bit of break. So essentially push the payments back a bit. Um, yes. What about the criticism, though, that that's like uh, you know not making enough payments on your uh, credit card and just allowing that to well, that's, increase? That's exactly what the problem is, is that pushing it back. But we got to find a, a way to uh, better invest our money. And I think what happened over the years, and, you know, when I left – uh, the city council the first time uh, from term limits, I can tell you we were at about a, a third of what we are now. So obviously the investments that we made and the spending that we made on those pension systems didn't work. So got to go back and look at that stuff and start over and figure out a, a better spending plan and a better investment plan. Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath, always enjoy having you on the air. Um, we'll see what uh, transpires for Tuesday's meeting. We'll talk again in the near future, I'm sure. All right. Okay, Greg, thanks for calling. You guys have a great day. Yeah, Happy New Year, all right? Same to you.